Welcome back to the Gentle Catholic Parenting Podcast, where we explore gentle, positive principles of parenting through the lens of our Catholic faith. I'm Kim Cameron Smith, and this is episode 16. I recently um, caught a really great video by Father Mike Schmitz on Ascension Presents. I've talked about him before on my podcast. The show was about feeling sorry for yourself. Father Mike said that as Catholic Christians, we have a when life throws us a curveball and things don't go our way, we have a right to feel upset, but we do not have a right to feel sorry for ourselves. So I thought in this show I would look at this proposition and um, I mean I think it's true, but I want to look at it um, and kind of unpack why that's true, and I really want to look at it um, from our perspective as parents, and also to think about how um, we pass that lesson on to our children. Father Mike starts out by saying, life is difficult. What is our response to that reality? We can't always control the difficulties that we face in life, but we can control how we respond. Here were, these, these were pretty close to his exact words. It's okay to be sad or crushed by difficulties when things aren't working. It's important to establish that in the face of difficulty, it's okay to be exhausted, frustrated, or grieved by it, by the thing that you know has gone wrong for us. So I agree 100%, I think he's right. It's not only okay, it's healthy and human to experience the fullness of our emotions when life is difficult. Life is difficult, and you have to give yourself permission to feel how you feel. The feelings just are there. Only then, when we give ourselves permission to be angry or um, uh, hurt or grief-stricken, only then will we learn something from the loss or the setback. Gordon Newfeld, he often says, we're changed by the things we can't change. We're changed by the things we can't change. We learn humility, we learn to adapt, we learn to take new paths, right, when we face the things that we can't change. With our kids, one of the reasons they struggle with having emotional outbursts well into the teen years, and you know, even we know some adults that have emotional outbursts still, some of us still have emotional outbursts, outbursts, is that they never learn to accept what they can't change, right? They become stuck and determined to get their way. They can't accept uh, disappointments or no's or roadblocks, rejection or losses. They will experience those things. And how, um, you know, how, what are you going to do if you can't change that? Uh, sometimes we can change the outcome, but sometimes we can't and we have to face it. We have to feel the sadness and the frustration. Gordon Newfeld calls this having tears of futility. I've uh, written about this on my blog. I'll post a link to an article that I wrote specifically about this. So small kids might actually have physical tears. It, he, it's like a, um, a process. You, you come up against something and you're disappointed or it's frustration, you're frustrated or disappointed. And what are you going to do when you really can't change it? Uh, if you accept it, you learn to adapt. But some kids, you know, they get stuck and they don't have their um, their tears. Little children might have little, little, 
literal tears. Big kids and adults may just feel disappointed. So anyway, the, the big point is that Father Mark is Father Mike is 100% right. We have to give ourselves permission to have those feelings. But he says, as Catholic Christians, you, we do not have a right to feel sorry for ourselves. We do not have a right to self-pity. Come on, Father Mike, for some of us, that's all we have left is self-pity. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Um, <laughs> I, sort of. Uh, this is, so this is what he said about self-pity. What good does it do? Grief helps you process grief. Letting yourself be sad helps you move through it. Feeling those things can be helpful, but feeling sorry for yourself is never good for you or anybody else. And why isn't it good for you or anybody else? Why? Because you turn in on yourself, your world. Although, you know, having those emotions, you do sort of turn in on yourself initially, but um, eventually, you know, you, you look outside yourself and you find new solutions and a new path and you find growth. But when you get stuck in self-pity, your world shrinks down to a, a me-size, um, you know, tiny box. In life, you know, we have losses. We have sometimes as adults, as parents, we have big losses or big frustrations, you know, um, a loss of a loved one. My father died unexpectedly when, um, you know, he was relatively young. It was a huge blow. Um, some, you know, people have, um, you know, infidelity issues in their marriage, loss of jobs, like big things. But there are also small things, like small frustrations. When you have a new baby and you're sleep deprived and your spouse travels, it can wear you down and you can start to feel sorry for yourself. It's true. And and, and I'm thinking of little kids too. Um, they experience losses that feel huge for them. For them, I mean, first of all, they do to experience huge losses, the loss of a beloved grandparent or heaven forbid, a parent or um, a divorce. So children do um, experience catastrophic loss. But for them, what seems to us like small losses or small setbacks can feel big, like when one of a pet dies or um, they lose a friend moves away or um, some such. Um, and so we want we want to give ourselves permission to feel those emotions and we want our kids to have permission but we just don't want to get stuck there uh, um, have you ever known anyone that is very self-pitying i mean first of all haven't we all been stuck in self-pity sometimes i've def i definitely have but if you have a friend who is really stuck i'm talking about not just for a few hours but for years they're kind of a bummer to be around. They're very, um, you know, they lose perspective. They think um, they think people are against them when maybe they aren't, or they, um, you know, they're just they they often feel like victims. They feel like the world is against them, and they can be a little passive in the face of um, obstacles. Accepting the things we can't change is one thing. It's another thing to act like life is just happening to you and you have no control over it, right? So 
we can be if we get stuck in self-pity we can become gloomy and really negative and sometimes and if even if we can't change an outcome right so if you have a loved one that died you can't change that outcome like father mike said you can change how you respond to that situation that was his big message and i thought that was so good how can we respond instead of responding with self-pity how can we respond father mike says his big point was gratitude that even in the face of incredible uh, betrayal and wounding and even in facing his own suffering christ never felt sorry for himself that was actually a good point that father father mike made in his video often in hard circumstances we really can be grateful for small gifts that we find along the way think about it like think about a, a, a loss that you've had even like when my father died i reconnected with family members i um remembered things about him that i had forgotten and um in letting go of the the dreams that i had um for him in my life like as my children grew up i i've found ways to um, i had to let go of those dreams but i have found ways to keep him his memory alive and that has um helped me find strength in myself right so this is just a, a little example of when even when we face big losses um we can we find blessings along the way the less like there are lessons that we learn and new growth after the loss that's what i found and i think this growth and the insights um we gain by setbacks are very easy to miss they're very easy to miss because usually we're just trying to get we just want out of the discomfort we're in shock or um you know at first you feel self self-pity and you just you're stuck and your world feels you feel alone there's a book called um what is it by father robert spitzer the light shines on in the darkness it actually um sometimes the things he says in that book it reminds me of father mike's point so he says in there that he says what father mike says that we usually feel alone and abandoned um initially um, because we're focusing on our pain we're focusing on our interior state and we feel uh, isolated but father spitzer says that um it's a mistake to think that those feelings are the whole story he calls feelings precognitional we have to follow up the feelings with our rationality how do we make sense of our our losses or our suffering the big ones or the little ones how do we make sense of them by seeing how god works through it by seeing how god works through it god uses those setbacks big and small he uses them to help us grow in compassion and wisdom yes when i have a friend who suffers the loss of their parent i feel automatic compassion i cry for them because i know how it feels it gives us perspective in our lives too about what's really important right even the small things it helps us gain perspective helps us understand what is the purpose of life and what are we called to do in this life 
when you're in the face of, of, of big suffering, it's hard to see that. But you, if you don't allow yourself to get stuck in self-pity, you will find your way to that. You will find your way to that lesson. What is it all about? What lesson is there to learn in this? And how do I move forward? I also think in some situations, only in some situations, one of the lessons we need to learn is how we were responsible um, for getting ourselves into it. Only in some situations, of course, it was not my fault that my father died, but there have been other situations like problems that I've had with friends or with my children, or you know, maybe for some of us, if you lose a job, maybe we contributed in some way to the problem. And one of the lessons we need to learn is how we contributed to the pain we're experiencing that requires humility um it, but that is one of the biggest lessons we learn when um when we have a setback and we fall we learn how to get up and we learn how to look at ourselves and how to move forward so is there something we could do or could have done to make the situation better and this is really relevant for kids too kids will often um say things like nobody likes me or I, I, I never um, you know I never get to play with my friends and I mean sometimes they're really just having a bad day they're having a bad day and they need a little comforting you're probably your child's safe person that one person they can be honest with and unload on and that that's probably what's going on but if you suspect your child's getting stuck in self-pity ask them what could they do to make to make more friends, right? So help them like take ownership of the their problem. Help them learn what is a good friend. How do we how do we recognize uh, when somebody could be a good friend for us? And how can we be a good friend? Whatever the situation, help your child come up with a plan for how they can respond to that situation in a more productive healthy way rather than just getting stuck sometimes kids though you know they just need a voice of reason right like when sometimes my youngest over the summer she'll say i haven't seen my friends all summer but the day before their friends were at our house all day <laughs> so sometimes they just need a reality check that uh you know yeah you're missing your friends today but you your um your friend was over yesterday then, you know, we could just talk about, even if the friend was over yesterday, oh, you know, you're feeling lonely today. Or try to kind of move like through the layers of like what the child's feeling. Sometimes they're just bored. And so they think that they haven't seen their friends all summer. And that's what it's about. They're just feeling bored and they need some ideas for what to do. Um, anyway, so what's the big message? What's the big um, takeaway here? So I think, you know, with the setbacks, whether it's for ourselves or our kids, have the emotions, but don't feel sorry for yourself. Look up. Don't, you know, turn in on yourself initially. That is a human response, but don't get stuck. Look out. Look up from yourself. Think of Christ on the cross. Even from the cross, he turned to Mary and to John and 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 minister to them while he was dying and um you know learn from that that you know how can you serve others where can you give god thanks right um lean on god uh offer up your suffering 
even in the midst of loss, we can grow and we can um, serve others. For kids, it is too hard for them to think abstractly like this unless they're older teenagers. Instead, we guide them through that process. We lead them by allowing them to lean on us and we mentor them in leaning on God. So they lean on us and we lead them to lean on God. We help them find their voice of gratitude. We help them, we don't order them. Oh, you should be grateful. We lead them in recognizing places where they can feel gratitude and where they can serve others or alongside us if appropriate. So we kind of mentor them in the process as they're growing, pointing out to them that even when they've been hurting, they can find little treasures, little gifts from God. Hopefully by the time they are adults, they have a virtuous habit of rising above setbacks rather than wallowing in self-pity. And it truly is a virtue that resilience and hope Having hope, even in moments of darkness and setback, to have hope, what a gift, what a gift people are when they have that virtue. They're a gift to everyone around them. So that is it for today. You can read show notes for this podcast on my website, intentionalcatholicparenting.com. There you'll find articles, link to research on parenting and child development. I will link to Father Mike Schmidt's uh YouTube channel and to Father Robert Spitzer's book. And you know, I'm going to link to a book on gratitude. I had planned to speak a little more um, about the habit of gratitude on this show. I might do another, um, another podcast just on that topic because the habit of gratitude is so important. So I'll link to a good book that I, um, I like for that. Check out my author's website, kimcameronsmith.com. My book is getting close to being released. I am so grateful that I've had the opportunity to write this book about my journey as a mother, you know, my journey of self-doubt and sometimes wallowing in self-pity and how I came to gratitude. And I can't wait to share that with you. I'm so grateful. Please pray for me. I am praying for you. Have a beautiful day. God bless you.